0: You know, today I want to talk about why so many kids are in care. And for the kids that are in care, and as a foster parent, I'm sure you other foster parents have experienced this, where you know that the kids that we are taking care of just let me say, 95% of the parents of the kids that we are taking care of, for lack of a better word, are full of shit. They really are. This is a somewhat of a story time. Um, this just recently happened. Where one of my good friends, who is a foster parent... The parent came to pick up their kid to spend the weekend with them. His little sister, who's about nine, came into the home. She was the, actually the one that came up to the door, knocked on the door, and asked for the brother for the brother to come outside. The brother didn't care. She's not. While the brother was getting his things together the little sister says to the foster parents mother who was my good friend cuz she was actually leaving the home too his my um the mother my 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 friend that's a foster parent his mother lives with him and she was actually leaving the home as the little boy was leaving the home too the little sister who is 9 said to his mother where are you going and she said excuse me you know where I come from kids don't ask adults where they're going she said to her well I, I I, want to go with you she said go with me you know your mother's outside why would you be able to go with me she said I want to go with you because I'm hungry and we don't have any food at home now If I didn't know the backstory on how the young man who's in care, who was in a locked facility before he came to my friend who does foster care, before he came to his home, he was in a locked facility for about six months. Now, mind you, we're all in the same city. So is mom for six months mom never went to see his her kid and y'all forgive me if you know sometimes I, i start to rant or i say the wrong words or something like that i could edit this but if you know anything about editing it takes a very long time and i just want to give it to you guys raw and uncut that's just how i'm giving it to you guys for real but The reason why I said so many of these kids' parents are full of crap. It shouldn't take a judge to order you to do what you need to do to get your kids out of care. It shouldn't take that. Recently, I was with my son. And it got me to thinking about something that happened when I was seven. When I was seven, I cut my foot r- really bad. And I mean, I was practically bleeding out. And They rushed me to the hospital. Soon as I got to the emergency room, they didn't, I mean, they didn't stop. They didn't hesitate. They took me right into the operating room. That's how bad it was. But it's so funny that when I was riding in the car with my son about a week and a half ago, I don't know why this came into my head, but I just thought about how great my mother is and how lucky I am to have her. You know, if, if, you, know you should have two good parents, but you're damn blessed if you have one. You're super blessed if you have two. But it reminded me of that time when that happened to me. And when I, they t- like I said, my mother was at work, so they rushed me right into surgery. They put me to sleep. When I woke up, my mother was there. And I was in the hospital for about seven days. And my mother didn't even have a car. But my mother would get up, because she'd had to be to work at seven o'clock. She would probably have to catch a bus between 5.30 and 5.45 a.m. to catch the bus to, our, to downtown. Then get off of that bus and catch another bus to her job just to be there at 7. Then my mother, when she got off from work at 3, she'd have to catch a bus to the hospital where I was, sat and wait with me until visiting hours was, was over. She would have to leave, catch a bus from downtown to our home, and then she would have to get up and do that again the next day. And I was only in the hospital for seven days. And I think my mother never said to me, you know, here it is, I don't know. I know I was released from the hospital on a Saturday. And, you know, my mother never said to me on Wednesday, you know, they said they're going to release you on Saturday, so I'm just going to stay at home or I'm not going to come and see you. I don't even know what TV show it was, was on at that time, but it was a soap opera. And it would come on at the same time every day. And I knew... You know, being seven, not really having a sense of time or whatever. But I knew when when that soap opera went off, that that would be around the time that my mother would walk through that door of of my hospital room. And I could always look forward to my mother coming and sitting with me in the hospital. And I just can't understand how you have a child, something that, you know, cause we, we know, you know what I'm saying? You know, some men, you know, not all, we got some good fathers out there, but a lot of men, you know what I'm saying? What we don't, what we know for sure is we did not carry a baby for nine months. That attachment to some mothers is just something that Most men can't understand that the women, how women have attached to that attachment to their kids. It's like that bear. You know, a bear will kill you if you come near its cubs. That's just how it is. That's how nature works. And I just can't understand how it is that you could have a kid that's not... 20, 30 minutes from you, and you can go six months without picking, getting in the car, and and going to see your kid. I just can't understand it. I have taken in kids that parents, you know, live 10 minutes from me, and they give all the excuses in the world about why they can't come and see their kids. And then I think back to when I was seven and my mother didn't give me any excuses. She did what a mother should do. My kid is in the hospital. I don't have a car, but I'm not going to use that as the excuse to tell my kid, I can't come see you every day. So for all you foster parents out there, that some of you sometimes, you know, and I know how hard it is dealing with these kids, give the kids a break. If you had a good parent and they don't have a great parent, just give the kid a break. That's why I, I try. I love hard, I'm telling you. I love hard on the kids that come into my home even the ones that are not doing what I need them to do because a lot of times you know I've said I don't kick the kids out they do something that's so horrific that you know the social worker or the agency I'm working with said no we're gonna you know maybe they need a higher level of care so you know we're gonna you know remove them from your home because it's rare that I'm like oh you know he can't stay here anymore you know get rid of you know Take them, get them out of here, I don't want them here. I just try to love on them so hard just because I know they have trifling burns. And I just can't comprehend in my head how it is that you have a child in the world and you go about your everyday life shopping, go to work, you talk to people. And, and mind you, mom has her, his mom has a car. what your kid is in care and 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 the last time they went to court the judge was like why isn't he at home because mom is not doing what mom's supposed to do your 9 year old child shouldn't be walking up to a stranger and saying to a perfect stranger who she's never met, has never laid eyes on before, can I go with you? Cause I'm hungry and I need you to feed me because I'm with my mother who is in the car and she doesn't care that I'm hungry. She doesn't care. And how do I know it's true? You know, I got a camera downstairs in my kitchen. I can't begin to tell you how many times with some of the kids that have gone that could go home to visit their families. I had a couple of those kids trying to make groceries in my kitchen. I had a kid, the first time it happened, he went home on a Thursday and I had just went to the grocery store on Wednesday. So when he came back on Monday he was like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm hungry. I was like, well, you know, sometimes I'll cook or whatever. But if you're, you know, 14 or older, I kind of like want you to make your meals. Just giving you some life skills um, a couple of times a week, you know, for yourself or whatever. So it was like Monday or whatever. He was like, you know, I'm hungry. I was like, we got tons of food downstairs. What are you talking about? Oh, none of that food is there. I took that food with me to my mother's house. That's a hold on. I made groceries. And you took the food that I purchased out of here and to your mother's house? He said, my mother doesn't have any food at her house. And that's not the first, That's that wasn't the only kid that that happened with. It happened with another one of my kids. Well, he didn't even want to go to his mother's house. And I'm like, well, you know, what's wrong? What's going on? And he finally admitted that, you know, we don't," he said. "You see how you can go to your refrigerator, and there's stuff in there to eat. There's stuff in the pantry," he said. "There is, and and to me, I can't fathom. I I, I can't grasp that idea in my head that you have children and there is no food in your home. Another one of my kids. His mother's caseworker told me." that she get the food stamps every morning every year once a month and sell the food stamps now and i don't know if you guys know anything about food stamps but you know here you know in the hood if you get a thousand dollars you can only sell them for 500. so instead of buying a thousand dollars worth of food you'd rather sell your food stamps and get five hundred just so you can have the cash. And you know, all I want for you foster parents out there is to be kind to those kids. Because I'm telling you, they're facing a uphill battle when it comes to possibly going back home or aging out of care and, and you know, most of the time, you know what I'm saying, when I, I'm dealing with my kids, even after they age out of care or they leave my home, I still try to be involved with their lives because they still, you know what I'm saying? I'm here to tell you from the time I graduated high school up until I was about 26, 27, I still needed my mother, I still needed my family. I don't know how long it takes for young men to mature, you know, it happens kind of look, you know, early for women, but it takes a long time for men to mature. I'm here to tell you. So just be a little kind, a little nicer, a little gentle to the kids that are in your home because they're hurting. And they really really need us to be great parents they don't need you to be anything like that trifling mama and daddy or the trifling aunt or the trifling grandma or the trifling aunt and uncle because a lot of them have you know large families and once again that's just you know i i just can't imagine my niece and nephew being in care and me living every day going about my business Having, you know, celebrating on the weekend, whatever I'm doing, going out drinking, partying or whatever. And my niece and nephew is in care. I just can't, I, I, I wouldn't be able to function. So I say to you guys, just be a little kinder to the kids. Thank you for listening. I'm the Urban Foster Dad. And remember to always turn from a place of love, honesty, and trust. You are listening to the Urban Foster Dad Podcast. All of our content will be true, raw and uncut. Please ask questions, leave a comment and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.